This is a Retail Insider Podcast. You're listening to a special edition. Welcome, everyone. My name is Craig Patterson. I'm the Editor-in-Chief of Retail Insider. We're here with today with Natalie Bibot. She's the uh, founder and principal of Nata PR. And we're going to be talking about the uh, future of retail and uh, also what education might be required for some retailers uh, to move successfully into the future. So welcome, Natalie. Thank you, Greg. Thank you for having me. It's a great pleasure okay. to be here today. Thank you. Um, let's talk a little bit about the future of retail and uh, communications. Uh, and actually, just we'll probably get into general retail first. Uh, tell me a little bit about what you're seeing, because you are seeing a lot of things in the industry right now. Yes, we have many clients that do have standalone stores, you know, the, the, the whole... Uh, good, uh, like in the good old days, the brick and mortar stores. And uh, I can tell you that those who are very successful right now, well, as everyone, when the pandemic started, uh, everybody freaked out. So did we, <laughs> I guess the whole world thought everything was going to be shut down and we would start over right? <laughs> a few years <laughs> down the road. So, but those stores who did, um, who are doing well now and who went through the pandemic, realizing that, you know, there are things you can do and, and people were still buying they were at home in front of their computer. So I, as, as I mentioned, those who are really are successful now are the ones who already had their online platform ready. So they were ready to sell clients. And mm-hmm. m- many of them, even one of them told us that I was asking, well, what's the increase? Because I'm very curious to find out what's happening in, with their business. And one of our client increased they were they had a lot of sales already. They weren't at zero. <laughs> mm. They were already selling online and they increased by a hundred percent their online wow. sales. I'm telling you. Most people are telling us it's anywhere between twenty and forty percent, which is huge, depending where they were and if it's a, a brand that sold that's in pharmacy, many of them like didn't have the luxury to promote their online website as as much as they wanted. Mm. Uh, because traditionally, uh, as you probably know, the pharmacy didn't really like when brands were promoting dragging traffic to their website. You know, they were they had this wrong belief actually that they were losing sales um, through their the, their online platforms uh, of the brands, which you know doesn't make sense, especially in a, in a country like Canada, <laughs> mm-hmm. where you know all these people are lives. Many of them live. Uh, many of us actually live outside of big centers. So if you want something, it maybe your pharmacy next door doesn't carry it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we. Mm-hmm, this is what's happening, and we've seen. The ones who are really suffering the most, we find, are the ones who weren't ready and didn't have their online platform, their online boutique, let's say. Uh, so f- it was very difficult for the customer to find where they were and buy products for them, even if they're closed. And as you probably know, and I like to say that the... Uh, the, 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 the international trend right now is the local trend. So local is really international. So everybody, if you listen to any other news from any, any other countries in the world right now, we all talk about local, by local. And we have a prime minister in, in the province of Quebec that said that out loud. And he said, you should be buying you know, from companies that produce here, that are local, that have stores here. And people really started doing that. Mm. Yeah. And thank God we had clients in the food industry, <laughs> in the uh, in the spirits industry too. And this is something we all discovered, like people uh, were eating more and drinking more. <laughs> so, <laughs> so these clients are still like making crazy sales right now. So yeah, 
Oh, excellent. And, and COVID-19, they say that it has accelerated some of the trends that we were already seeing. You know, there was a movement sure. online. Yes, 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 yes. Well, we've seen many of them that, you know, can't support all the rents of their stores, right? Right. So, yeah, I'm sure there will be many changes ahead of us. It's a, Sometimes it's heartbreaking to see something, a chain, a chain like Le Chateau that started in Quebec and went, you know, across all the, the, the provinces closed down. That's very sad, I find. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah, accelerates, as you just mentioned, it's, it's going to accelerate some of these that, some, some, some of these big ones that were there for forever. <laughs> I don't know how many years they were there, but certainly more than 30 years. And they were suffering before the crisis, right? They were kind of uh, redefining who they were and uh, trying to talk to a younger audience. But I guess, you know, if they, ru- they ran out of time and if they weren't able to do that, these, these are the ones we, we're seeing closed down, actually. Oh, that's interesting. And uh, what about a communication strategy? Because mm. I know that you've been developing that with retailers yes. and it's, it's a way to you know, get the word out, I guess you would say, including through earned media. For sure. And we, we are specialized in public relations, as you mentioned, and we love combining PR, traditional PR with social media. We're really experts at combining both, especially in, in a market like Canada, because media are still super important and we don't have influencers like our American friends have, you know, having uh, influencers that have millions of fans. We have a few uh, in Vancouver, but sometimes, you know, they have their fans are based in China <laughs> or in the United States. So if you really want to build a um, online strategy or grow your visibility, get known, as I say, if you want to be visible, including PR and social media, this is what we know how to do. And... Um, uh, <laughs> I forget what, what was your question you wanted to know. Oh, what we did actually during pandemic and COVID. So yeah, this is something, so just so you know, so we did just more of it in the sense that we really doubled down our effort. Many, many of our clients told, they called us and they wanted to uh, stop, cut, cut their expenses. And it completely makes sense. Many, many international companies did that. And I, we convinced probably 70% my, my partner, David Tremblay, Hello, David. Mm-hmm. And I, we were good at convincing our clients. We have strong relationship with our clients too. And we told them, don't disappear. Be visible and we'll see what's going to happen. And, you know, let's help each other. Because if we, if we do that, if everybody just stop, cut all their expenses, what's going to happen? It's going to be <laughs> a terrible disaster, economic disaster. So many of them said, okay, let's do that. So obviously we reduced our fees for like three months, sometimes a little bit more, depending on where they were and you know what were their challenges. And oh my God, it's amazing. For many of them, we tripled their visibility. Wow. Some of them easy, 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 double the visibility we used to have for them. Um, I can mention them. It's called Etiquette. It's a standalone boutique, very, very high-end boutique, very niche. And mm-hmm. they have an incredible website. So for them, it's like having um, probably more than two, um, two, two stores. One is a virtual store, obviously, and one is the brick and mortar store. But the fact that they kept working with us and they were really ahead of the trends. Like they realized that they had to put on right away consultation. Uh, virtual consultation with their clients, but they're very sensitive to what their clients want. And I'm telling you, we, and you need to know that people out there call us because we want to work with you guys. (laughs) You know Mm -hmm. why? Because the big ones are still very slow at having their communication back. 
So we had all this space, uh, the globe and mail. And you, you need to know, like people like you, you want to help the industry. You want, you want to help uh, companies that are making business here, um, you know, brands that are trying to uh, sell their, their goods to Canadians. You want to make sure you support them because it's, it's, in a, it, it's in the interest of everyone, of each of us. And this is what we discovered. That was extremely interesting. Even many influencers lost a lot of contracts, obviously, and they were ready to talk about a brand that was maybe had a local link even if it wasn't a local, local brand, if it's a brand, let's say, that supported hair salon, even it was, if it wasn't a Canadian brand, if it was an international brand, they were ready to help that brand. Hmm. So I'm telling you, the coverage we got was just insane. Wow. <laughs> we still do it. We still are implementing strategy too. And this is something also that, uh, that's very specific to how we work. So depending on the client, so we build, we build a real campaign with them. We decide on oh, what kind of stories can we tell about you? And as you know, the first question is why would the media talk about you? What's, what's the reason? <laughs> mm-hmm. If they don't know, then we dig with them and we find some reasons and we tell them this is, this is what's interesting to the press or to influencers now. And as you can imagine, influencers are looking for other other things than the, the, the media, for sure. So this is what we do. And it, it, we still do it now. Um, and it's interesting to see those who really stayed with us are still there, mm-hmm. are still alive and <laughs> kicking. So, and they've all, many of them, not all of them, but one has started his online business. <laughs> Obviously, wow. they didn't have anything uh, to sell their, their goods online. It's a, mm-hmm. a hair salon um, a client and they have they probably like, you know, they have a few salons and they didn't have this online. I've been telling them for the longest time, you should start your online boutique, but now they're doing it. So they will make it through. Oh, excellent. Holy cow. And then there's tailoring that pitch, I think, specifically to try to get that message out to say why it should be important to report on. For so, so yes, absolutely. And you need to, but this is something you know, because I'm sure you're chasing images all the time. <laughs> <laughs> know people that if you are sending information out there, if you have a great title, basic information, that's about like 60% of the job is done. Meaning, you know, where the store is going to open, for example, and, uh, you know, what, what are the products, what's the price, uh, you know, and then you need a, an image. <laughs> 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 and about 27% of uh, journalists, even influencers, they're looking for great picture, even more than videos. I know now, you know, it's a huge trend for videos. Some of our clients are like, oh, we'll, we'll make video, we'll send it to the press, we'll have coverage. Well... Videos are not the first uh, thing. I, I don't know about you, Craig. Are you looking for videos or more images? Uh, probably images. Um, yeah. If there was an explanatory video, that would be okay. But um, I, I just want to know if something's relevant and it, you know something we should report on. <laughs> That's certainly my first. But having, <laughs> an, sure. having an image is good. I mean, it gets your attention. It, it adds that extra yeah. visual element. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially if you're able to put it in, in the core of your email, huh? because this is then you see that there's there, there are images available. So yeah, this is what we do. So we're good at you know finding all these little tips and making it simple. And uh, yes, it, it was, we did it even more. Like we can, actually what happened during pandemic is we really like, Normally, we don't send as many press releases probably when we are in, in a normal <laughs> in normal conditions, let's say. But during mm-hmm. pandemic, we could 
media were open to receiving more information if it was, as you mentioned, you know, relevant and interesting. And if you had something new to say, like you just don't send information to send information, obviously. Yeah. Mm. Now, now, having a lot of experience in this area, you've uh, started Nata PR School. Yes. It's, <laughs> Tell and me about that. This year is our 20th anniversary. So we started Nada PR in 2000. And I started, uh, this is something I wanted to create a long time ago, which is an online training. It's called Nada PR School. And we have a, uh, just like you have now, we have a podcast, the Nada PR School in French and in English. So if you see Nada PR School, E-N, that's the English one, and F-R for the French one. All this to say that uh, we created this service exactly for companies that some of them think they don't have the resources to hire a big, big PR firm. And I decided, and they have an, an in-house person. It happens a lot. Actually, this is, I'm doing a second court right now. And most of my students are either a marketing, young marketing manager, a communication manager. And we ask so much of them. We ask them, as you can imagine, to do the, the marketing plan, to do the uh, online, <laughs> the uh, social media plan. And uh, they expect some of them, some, some of their boss expect them to create content and to do PR. So that's a lot. And yeah. uh, I decided to, why don't I propose this program, Nada PR School? And I can really like create like very simple, simple um, like tools for them. So depending on what they need. So the first class, actually, this is what we, we define what they need. Uh, one needed a, a twin. She was asked to create a uh, PR plan for 2021. And she, they ha she had to uh, send out information to the press before Christmas. So we created the tool she needed. And I, you know, we, we, if you decide to work with, with us, obviously we are sharing with you guys what we do at the agency. So our, 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 our <laughs> agency secrets, right? <laughs> It's fun. It's fun, and it's really and I love I love companies as you can as you can probably hear in my voice. I love entrepreneur, and we want to help them. And I'm at this place in my life where I can really do do that. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful! And the um, company you, you've expanded beyond Montreal. You've got an office in Old Montreal. You yes. expanded into Toronto and Miami. Uh, tell mm -hmm. me a little bit about the growth of the company. Yeah, that's we did a huge growth in 2019. <laughs> Before COVID, we really grew really fast. And I thank God I have this amazing partner now, David Tremblay. He manages the Toronto office, also part of our US team. And we've opened an office in Miami about two years ago now. And I have double citizenship. Um, I'm also an American citizen. And I'm like, I should maybe, you know, take advantage of it before I'm too old. <laughs> so I decided to. And I'm, I'm, I'm super interested by the Hispanic uh, community and I speak Spanish myself and my first idea was to open maybe or find a partner in Mexico City that I I love this crazy city I don't know if you've ever mm -hmm. been to Mexico it's a very interesting city and but it's a big stretch you know if you go from Mexico to let's say Toronto or Vancouver many companies want to touch the, the American market before probably going to Canada so I'm like hmm maybe I should like explore what's happening and we read more, we, well, now we don't see as many stories on Miami <laughs> during pandemic, but Miami really grew and exploded for the past five years. It's changed quite a bit. Uh, we were discussing it just uh, before this recording. Uh, we were talking about, you know, the, the design district and everything that's happening retail-wise. And they were like in a, in a, in this 
yeah, they were growing fast. So I decided to go and I told you that, but I, I discovered that there's a large French community out there. So um, mm-hmm. one of my first clients were from French brands. Yeah, no, that is interesting uh, in terms of, uh, yeah, there's a yeah. French community. And I guess because Miami is a draw for the world, it's an innovative city. Uh, it's got great weather uh, compared to certainly where we it's are here in Canada. the best weather in the world, you know, when you think of it. Uh, some other places in the world are have great weather, but this is kind of the perfect, way, especially if you want to work, if you're like me and you don't want to spend your, your life at the beach because after mm-hmm. a day and a half, you have enough of the beach. I find Miami is a great place to work. The weather is so perfect. Yeah. Oh, I wish I was there now. <laughs> yes, me too. I used to go every month, so I'm, I'm not traveling too much now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it'll change. <laughs> it will come back. It will come back. I think we have another year of, uh, you know, being creative and helping our clients and, uh, all the retail. So depending on, you know, what's happening, because as you can see, this, this virus is so contagious. This is why, and it's, it's turns, it's muting. So we'll see what's going to happen. Oh, so yeah. If, if the, our governments shut down the stores again for us for a period of time, then it's going to be, you know, new challenges for all of them. And we talked about it a little bit, but I, I, I'm sure many of them will won't, won't be able to survive. Like probably, uh, we already know that that many restaurants they already closed down, and some of them are just surviving right now. And uh, but you know, as it's going to be a huge change, a huge switch. Probably many brands from abroad will want to enter the Canadian market because it will be certainly. Um, let's say more, uh, more available than it, it, than it was in the past, probably. Mm. Yeah. Including more retail spaces and more. Mm. Yeah. For sure. Yes. Yes. We'll no. see what's going to happen, but life will pick up for sure. Like it's, we have a, uh, um, now, now we know there's a cure that, uh, <laughs> there's a vaccine around, <laughs> so it's not the end of the world, but it's interesting before the vaccine really was announced and that we knew that it was coming, people were really, um, it's hard to project yourself in the future, right? So it was hard for many of our clients and it, it's interesting. So many of them told us, well, we, we will work with you guys until Christmas this year, until, you know, the, the holidays and then we'll decide what's, what we are going to do in 2021. So some of them are still, we're still expecting to hear back from them, but most of them saw the opportunities to grow. Actually, there are, are amazing occasions to be visible. This is what I tell, um, especially if you're in the food industry, even fashion industry. So anything you can, um, you know, if any part of what you're doing as a local um, flavor, it doesn't mean anything has to be made here, but let's say you hire people from here. There's a way to uh, tell your story a different, with a different angle. And uh, let's say you're in a super luxury brand that wants to enter the market here. But if you work you have a specific, uh, specific work of working with uh, employees or how you select your employees, why you want to work with uh, Canadian people, then it becomes a local story, right? This, yeah. is, this, this becomes your local angle. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And yeah. you're doing a podcast as well. Yes. Uh, like, I think separate from the school. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. <laughs> um, this is my, one of my, well, many discoveries in 2020. <laughs> 
as for all of us, I'm sure. Uh, but the podcast is really something I knew because I've studied what you can do to improve your famous SEO, the search engine optimization, and how you know this this uh, algorithm from uh, Google that nobody really knows what it is, but this beast. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like God, in a way, like just so, just knows everything that's happening that we do online and how to increase it. So increasing your SEO, we know that PR is a great way to increase your SEO. It's probably one of the biggest. We talk about the organic SEO, obviously, which is the non-paid. Huh? So don't get caught with the word. So organic means equals no money. <laughs> mm-hmm. And podcast is one of these incredible tools. And um, since I'm doing it, I didn't realize it, but I'm doing it in French and English. So probably every week we publish content in 10, 12 12 platforms and <laughs> a new client of us that was looking for a Canadian PR firm said, well, you were just under, I'm not going to name the big firm, <laughs> one of the biggest firm in Canada. We were just, you, you, you came second. I'm like, what? This is not possible. <laughs> and I'm, I was searching and I'm like, what, what do I do different? And the only thing I could find is really podcasting. So the podcast, know that people, if you're, you don't like to write, but you, you like to talk, podcasting is really something interesting. And uh, we have now resources. This is something I've been uh, telling my clients and that we want to propose our clients to, to why don't you uh, think about creating a podcast it's not relevant for every brand obviously but for many instead of having a blog uh you should create this podcast it could be once a month if you don't want to do one you know one podcast a a week obviously but yeah i discovered that it was amazing (laughs) to promote us on the web (laughs) oh my goodness yes yes no, oh, that's great. And we'll keep doing podcasts here too, because, and they're fun to boot as well. <laughs> yes, I guess on your side too, you, what did you see the difference before and after having a, and after having a podcast? I think so. It certainly expanded the uh, visibility that was there. Um, sure. And with other search engine optimization strategies that we've been learning over time as well. And again, you know, Google is sometimes hard to understand in terms of its algorithms and sometimes they change. It's it changes like, all the time. So that's that's mm-hmm. one thing. So that's why we have to be careful, not just to put all our eggs in one basket and just one thing. Like, you know, be careful if you're strong on Facebook or Instagram, it's going to change, you know, and then you all of a sudden the ads you were, you know, promoting are not working and you don't understand why so make sure you still have your own website right and have your own uh, and you catch all the uh, the emails all, all the, the information of the people who visit your website it's, it's still the basic of everything and uh, this it's still the number one tool you, sh- you have to invest in mm. no well, that makes sense and uh, do you have any forecast for what 2021 might look like for the retail industry in Canada and even beyond I think it's going to be an incredible year. Yeah. I, my feeling is people will want to go out, will want to go in stores, will want to go back in shopping mall. We're, we're tired to be, uh, everything is kind of closed down. So I, I'm sure people will want to meet people, go out there, discover new brands. And we see it. People want to buy. I, I, we do a lot of work for Hoche Beaubois. It's a really high-hand luxury brand. We've been working for them for many years. And well, it's an inter- international brand. So they decided to shut down for a few months. And then they mm. contacted us in, I guess it was in June, like three months probably down the road. So we started working at them again with them. <gasps> they, they are right now selling like never before. 
<laughs> three times. So their basket, as they say, when they sell, it's three times more. So they catch up all the times they were closed and there's, well, they have even a shortage of uh, <laughs> furniture because people want, oh. well, you and I, we were stuck at home and we started looking at our uh, couch and uh, then we're like, huh, we don't really have a nice office. You're not traveling. So th- many people decided to invest you know, their um, vacation money probably in, in, in a nice sofa or in beautiful furnitures. Isn't that interesting? So I'm yeah. sure we're going to see more of that for sure. Oh, I think so. Yeah. I, I'm in the same boat. I just moved in and buying furniture and it's <laughs> true. Yeah. And it's, you're, if you're spending all your time at home, you know, yes. for a while, you, you yeah. want to have some nice stuff. You got to yeah. love it, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stuff you would higher quality probably. Yeah. Because you're going to use it more, right? That's right. Yeah. It'll wear down faster. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I'm sure we're going to see, we see it already. People like, let's say you have a a distillery or you sell uh, wine, local wines. These, these people will still sell a lot. I don't think this trend from buying local will disappear. I think it's going to be there for, I don't know how many years, but uh, well, I think it's, it's a beautiful trend and it makes people think before they buy a little bit more, hopefully. (laughs) Yep. So yeah, I, I, 2021 should be an amazing year. I, I really believe it will be. So even if everybody, we slowed down a little bit, as many PR agencies, we didn't close down. We reduced some of our um, staff, obviously, we, but we, we were so busy working. So at one point, we've, we hired back some people, obviously, and I'm sure we will hire more people in 2021, for sure. Oh, excellent. Is there anything else you want to uh, mention here? Well, um, I have a training program starting at the end of uh, January. And if you, mm-hmm. yeah, if you want to be part of our next training, it starts uh, January 26th in English, okay. January 27th in, in French. It's a three-month program where really I really work with you on a daily, on a monthly, I'm sorry, on a weekly basis. So it's a very light program, but it's designed to really create um, anything that's going to be useful that you can implement right away in and combine with your marketing plan. So how you want to increase your visibility, you want to get known in 2021, you can register to this program. So it's called Nada PR School on our website. And if you want to go on our website, it's very easy. It's natapr.com, natapr.com. We have an English version, French version. Eventually, we should have even a Spanish <laughs> website, I guess, in the near future. Um, so, yeah, we have this amazing program and I'll be teaching. So, mostly what it is, is every week you'll, you have a video with information and then we have a live class. It's always at noon. So, it's not something something else you add in your day. I really build this program as if it was for me, you know, I have these crazy long day, but I can stop and have a lunch where I can, you know, work with people, ask questions and learn new things as I'm eating my lunch, right? So this is how it's designed. And people can also in the month, two times a month, work one-on-one with me. And I've been doing it for 30 years. I'm telling you, there's not much I cannot help, not... Probably I can help anyone and in any sector, even if it's beauty, fashion, <laughs> food, um, you know, wine and spirits. Um, 
I feel like I've done it all, but I still, I'm still passionate about it. And I, I love learning new things. And as you can see, uh, we are podcasting right now. I'm a big fan of podcasts. I love that. Love, love, mm-hmm. love. I think there's a huge future. Even sometimes, you know, if you are consuming podcasts too, you know that Americans have been doing it. They're always like three or four years ahead of us, <laughs> <laughs> our neighbors. Um, <laughs> but I feel like there's so much possible growth with this tool. It's an amazing tool. So oh, it's voilà. wonderful. So join in. <laughs> and if you register before January the 15th, uh, we, you have a discount of $500. So. Oh, excellent. We'll put a link in the bio uh, for please, that. Please, please, please. Yes. I'll send you the info. And wonderful. thank you so thank much, you. Greg. was fun. I, as, as you see PR people, we talk a lot. So if you want to invite <laughs> us again, <laughs> be more oh. than happy. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. Yes, uh, this is uh, Natalie Bibo. She's the uh, founder and principal of Nata PR, uh, based in Montreal with offices in Toronto and wonderful, sunny, warm Miami. So yes. thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Greg. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> Take care. Bye. And thank you to our listeners for being with us today. Please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and we'd appreciate it if you left a review with your podcast provider to help others find us too. And just a gentle reminder, we do have an email newsletter that you can subscribe to that goes out every weekday morning and it has a link to the Canadian news from around the web that we've curated from the previous day as well as links to our recently published articles exclusive to Retail Insider. If you go to our website, retail-insider.com, you can find the subscribe area towards the bottom of our main page and then you can get that email into your inbox every morning thank you everyone for listening and until next time